<laughs> Welcome to another edition of Nerd Candy. We are excited to be with you. We had a little technical difficulties, episode dropping a little late, but we still have lots of information, so we missed you. We missed you a lot. So I am Dolly Marie, I am Nerd Candy, and with me as always, the ever-bouncing, jiggling, wiggling, jumping, hopping, pain, Edwin! <laughs> hello, hello! Yeah, it's funny because I looked at my, my sound waves when I said Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a lot going on in the world of nerd. Lots of uh, lots. Like, yeah. so much info, my brain hurts. Yeah. Um, starting with, uh, let's go with movies going to Blu-ray and 4K. Yeah, let's do that. So, next Tuesday, June 12th, we're going to see Tomb Raider. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to take a peek at that. Yeah, the girl who plays Laura Croft also played Laura Croft in the video games, the recent video games. So she mo-capped that. <laughs> so that's that's fun that she had that background going into the movie. It wasn't that, oh, let's pick some rando girl and just throw her in there and call her Tomb Raider. It's like she actually has... A history with the game, so she knows what the she's story. Doing. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it looked good, looked action packed. Mm -hmm. Didn't get to see it in theaters. Most likely, we'll look at it and uh, add it to my ever growing collection. To your Blu-ray collection. My wall, my wall. <laughs> <laughs> your wall collection. I know, and uh, came out today. Because we are going to release this on a Friday instead of our usual ah, Thursday. Right. Today, Ocean 8. All right. Oh, that was this week? I yeah. That was next week. No, it's this week. Ocean's 8. I will peek at it on maybe like a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly because Sandra Bullock. I am a huge Sandra Bullock fan. That's my girly, guilty pleasure is Sandra Bullock. Especially if it's Miss Congeniality. I know. <laughs> You wanna hug me. You wanna kiss me. <laughs> Whatever. It's a good movie. Don't care. I don't regret it. I regret nothing. I regret nothing. But, I mean, it's an all-woman cast. So, I mean, it actually looks good. I'm not hating on it because all-woman cast. I know Sandra Bullock actually released on her red carpet premiere for the movie she was kind of hating on the people who were hating on the all-female cast of Ghostbusters and honestly the problem with the all-female Ghostbusters wasn't that it was all-female it was the neglect of the history and paying homage to the original, original where it's yep. where it's roots so that's my qualm with the all-female cast and Honestly, they're not my favorite group of actresses. The black girl who's like the, hey, I'm black. Let me be the most stereotypical black person in the world. And I was like, really? Come on. You just brought your whole movement down like 20 years. But this movie, all female cast, looks actually fantastic. It looks exciting. It looks amazing. Really good cast of women. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, and they, they literally almost gave it a perfect review score as well. 
I was looking through and I was like, wow. So far, it's still early. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like, it's a little early. The movie hasn't come out yet. And I was like, man, it's already got a perfect score. But hey, you know how the critics are. Well, it starts, like it normally it, yeah. starts there. And then once more people see it, then the reviews kind of balance yeah. out. Either it'll start really low because people are expecting it to suck really bad. And then the reviews balance out. Or it starts really high because people have really high expectations of it. And then again, it balances out. So we'll find out where it ends up falling. Where it will lead. Where <laughs> it will fall. In the scheme of movies. Yay, movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> energy. Lots of energy today. I'm even hitting the table and I don't normally hit the table. I know. That's normally you. That's normally me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm excited for that. I hope it does well. Me too. You know, I'm a big, you know, I liked Ocean's movies. So hopefully this new direction that is going with a reboot, right? Yeah. Well, hopefully. Well, hopefully it's a reboot, not a remake. <laughs> well, right. I haven't really, you know. We'd really have to actually watch it to figure out yeah. if it's a reboot or a remake. Because I'm saying, like, I, lo- I love the originals. And hopefully this one will bring, like, a new take to it. So we'll, we'll see. Yep. Yep. We will see. We shall see. We shall see. What's coming around the bend? Bumblebee. Yes. Buzzing to a theater near you. Speaking of Bumblebee, (laughs) like once we saw the trailer of it, I was like, yes, they stuck to the freaking, you know, Volkswagen, you know, his original, you know, like his, his first, which was the, you know, the Beetle. Well, and the good thing is, too, I actually think there might actually be a story to this one. Because they did a very brave thing. They got rid of Michael Bay. <laughs> I mean, Michael Bay's infamous for plot holes. He doesn't give a story. He gives about graphics and explosions. explosions. <laughs> story. Real don't oh. look at explosions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time. <laughs> but yeah, he <laughs> is more of that's all he cares about. Story sometimes falls to the wayside. Few exceptions, like the first Bad Boys movie. Love that movie. And that's actually him. But other than that, most of the time, like, he doesn't really plot holes, whatever, cool. But does it look good? Does it look cool? Do the explosions look big? (laughs) I think we need more gasoline. That explosion wasn't big enough. Like (laughs) more napalm. We need more napalm. (laughs) That that's that's exactly what I imagine (laughs) being on set with Michael Bay. But now we're away from the Michael Bay era. At first, I was like, really? After last night, do we really need another um, Transformer movie? But it's like, wait, you know what? This is not just another Transformer movie. It's an actual, they're remaking the series. They're starting over. Starting fresh. Yeah, like DC should do. But they are (laughs) doing it. And it looks good. Like, yeah, the Bumblebee and and the Michael Bay movie looks cool. I love Camaros. I'm a hardcore Camaro fan. Yeah, like it wasn't in the original car. That's the problem, you know. I like stalked that car, though. It, you know, but. I literally stalked that car from concept to the big screen because they actually delayed the production of that Camaro to coincide with the movie. Oh, see that? I did not know. Yes, I love the Camaro. 1969 is my, Camaro is my <laughs> all-time favorite car. 
So like I was like drool. And then when they brought out the new one, when he changed to the new one, I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I love the cars. <laughs> and it was a giant GMC commercial. But now we're going back to the actual fundamentals of Transformers is what it looks like. Yeah. Bumblebee's his original. We have Starscream, who's a fighter jet. In his original fighter jet. I got like I saw him and that's like I was like, oh my god, it's Starscream. Yeah, and the movie's gonna take place in nineteen eighty seven. Oh, so it's like really going into its roots. Nice. So it's starting over. Like Bumblebee's, she finds him, you know, battle worn and beat up and helps him, you know, come back to life. And I like that idea. I know Barricade's going to be in it. Nice. Well, if if Starscream's got to be there, there's got to be another. Decepticon around. Yeah. And with the idea of the fact that Bumblebee is going to be a bug and the um, Starscream is going to be a fire jet, it's like, well, is he, I mean, he has to be a race car. Yeah. He's got to be his, uh, he has to be his original Formula One car. So that'll be awesome to see. And I know from my research, like the voice of Optimus Prime is going to be there. So if the voice is going to be there, I'm expecting a, a appearance of Optimus Prime. I didn't see many other. You imagine him in his like you know, original eighteen wheeler. Oh, yeah. So, so we have <laughs> you know. Just it's, <laughs> so as far as we know, there's two Decepticons and two Autobots. Autobots. There we go. And that one's gonna come out December twenty first. So Merry Christmas to me. This year or next year? This year. Oh. There's so many good movies coming out. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean, 2018 is like an explosion of movies. Yeah. And there's been a really good roll of them, too. Because so far, we've seen a lot of good movies. I mean, after Infinity War, what can, you know, what can go over that? Yeah. <laughs> um, another, we have, like, there's two other ones that I'm seeing that are coming out. Actually, in December, like the weekend before, we're going to have Mortal Engines. Mm. See, that when it comes down to Mortal Engines, once I heard that it was uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah. I was but he's like, producing. No, yeah. I, it's just like, as soon as I saw his name, I was like, okay, it's Peter Jackson. So that you, you know that it's going to be over the top. You know, even if it's producing. It's going to be fantastical. Yeah, and not only that, it's just we saw the trailer, and then the one thing that was like the what would come to my mind was Final Fantasy, because that's you know yeah actually yeah because the new one the new one Final Fantasy fifteen is sort of kind of like that you know not with the cities running around or anything like that but with Predator cities yeah you know sort like the concept is there and I was like. Before I even saw the name of the movie, I was like, is this Final Fantasy? It's like, is Peter Jackson doing a Final Fantasy movie? Yeah, because it has like a fantasy land type mm-hmm. of feel. And it's very colorful and futuristic, even though it's still gritty. It's got it's got that awesome steampunk feel to it. Yeah, you know, but futuristic, normally... Futuristic, but, you know... But yeah, but normally when you see steampunk, you see it's more gritty, more mm-hmm. dark. The colors aren't as bright and vibrant as Mortal Engines is. There's a lot of bright and vibrant colors throughout the movie. So it's visually stunning. So 
one can only hope like it actually is pretty good. Peter Jackson is bringing us this movie. He actually he's not making it. He's not directing it. He's producing it. Yes. It's like I found this person in this movie and I'm going to help it come to life. I'm not making it, but I'm helping. So he's bringing this to us, to our attention, putting his name on it so we pay attention. So we'll see how well that does. And what I like about it is that I think it's only been one trailer. No, two trailers have come out for the movie already, but they're not doing what most uh, movie trailers are doing now, that they're giving you a lot about what the movie's going to be. It's like it gives you a little thing and then it cuts out and then it goes into another scene. It cuts out and it's just like you're like, ah, like it's so like it's so it looks like the story is going to be good. I mean, from the look of it. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I'm watching it and uh, my hairs are standing up because I was like, wow, this is just on a, you know, on our flat screen. I can just imagine, you know, watching it on IMAX. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's definitely one of those movies you're going to want to see in IMAX because of the visuals Mm -hmm. to get the full like grasp of the visuals. Like I watch a lot of movies in IMAX. Not every movie I feel I have to watch in IMAX, but they are ones that have like those visual you just want to see it that big, like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's amazing in IMAX. I can just imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's The concept is it's post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. The society has kind of broken down. And what the world has done is they've developed, like, the major cities in the world have become mobile yeah they're mobile cities they're like monster truck cities (laughs) yeah but they're they're giant mobile cities that are kind of just moving around to stay alive yeah instead of staying one place london is moving all over the place to make sure that all the people are still alive and i mean it's an interesting concept it's not something we've seen before no that that's another thing. It's just like, this is something, it's new. It's a new idea. It's and I new. like new ideas. Yeah. It's pretty much like how we said back in our first episode with Ready, you know, Ready Player One. It's a whole new concept, whole new story, whole new way of looking at a story. And whoever Peter Jackson is backing up, doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's going to be interesting and good. And it's... Right, the weekend right before Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. So, like, December is going to have a few a few heavy hitters. Also coming soon is um, The Equalizer 2. I still have to see the first one. <laughs> yeah, but Denzel is back, though. Like, seriously. I've been... I don't know. Like, I haven't seen Denzel that intense. Like, the first Equalizer is good, but this one takes, like, the first one and, like, boosts it on steroids. (laughs) From what I was watching in the trailer, it's a lot more action, a lot more steady pacing. Like, the other one, he was a retired assassin who was kind of living his life and kind of things just fell in his lap and he couldn't just let it go. This movie, it's like he's come out of retirement because of what happened in the first movie. And now he's pro bono, like, helping people out. So kind of vigilante style, helping people. So it, it's funny because that's that's the feel. Like, he's a vigilante now. 
and he's doing it for the greater good, not just for himself. Yeah, the government. Yeah. So, and uh, his close friend gets murdered, and he looks into finding out why and who it is in the government agency that he used to work for as an assassin. Um, was clean trying to clean house and got rid of her, and how, why? Thus, what he's on the look on to the find hunt out. For. Yeah, <laughs> hunt, that's the word I was looking for. But like I said, I haven't seen the first one, but by just seeing the trailer for the second one, I was like, okay, I want to go back and see the first one because if it looks awesome, if it's, the second one looks awesome, I can just imagine how the first one was. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's how I was with John Wick. You know, the second one came out and it's like, uh, like I saw the trailer or not the trailer. A buddy of mine was telling me about it and I was like, okay, if it's awesome, as you say, I got to see the first one first to go into the second. And then it's just, you know, I saw the second one with you, mm-hmm. you know, cause I saw the first one, but then I didn't get the chance to see the second one. I saw the second one with you and I was like, wow, action all over the place. Yeah. John Wick's amazing. Can't Oof. wait for John Wick three. It's master chief without his armor people. Spoilers. but you know how we're talking about peter jackson's bringing us this well martin scorsese is actually going to be bringing us his own joker movie ah okay yes the bells just yeah and and i mean i've heard people rumor and like talk about it and they're like they think that it's going to be like the killing joke version of the joker is what they're going to go for. It's definitely going to be a lot grittier and definitely not as weird as Jared Leto's. But it's, it's going to be a one-of. It's going to be completely separate from the DCEU. It's being made by the execs and everything of the DCEU, but it's not part of the EU. And they were saying that they were eyeing DiCaprio for the role, right? Or was he going to, or they're eyeing him for another role in that movie? I know he's going to be part of the movie. There's also um, Joaquin Phoenix supposed to be part of the movie. So I have a lot more faith in Scorsese than I do Jared Leto. It's just like after after Heath Ledger's Joker is like, who can top that? Well, I mean, there's if you go to the comic books, there's more than one version of the Joker. Oh no, no, I'm saying so, like actor wise, like who can bring that? Well, I mean, I have a couple in mind, but if, you know, for it to actually happen, you know, it's like who who will they bring in to do the Joker? Especially when it comes down if they're following the Killing Joke novel. Yeah, this is Jared Leto's version was cartoony and. It was more like Batman Beyond. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't know, it just... It wasn't like it our field. It didn't hit home with me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he is so bitter <laughs> about the fact that they cut out most of his scenes from the Suicide Squad movie, that he and and Harley Quinn is getting her own movie. Birds of Prey. He's uh, producing his own and directing. Yeah. It's like, well, you won't give it to me. I'm going to give it to myself. Like, that's the kind of feel it comes with. And it's like, bro, just stick to singing. <laughs> like, 30 Seconds to Mars. Love them. Love your band. Just stay there. Please. 
I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. Exactly. It's like he threw a hissy fit and he's like, I want it. I want the Joker. I was awesome as a Joker. I played stupid pranks and see, I was really Jokerish. And it's like, no, you're just being a petulant child and playing a game. Like, and it wasn't, it didn't work. Like, Oh, I mailed dead animals to people because I was a joker. Ooh, hoo, hoo. I was so cool. And I had to get the joker left just downright. And it's like, I don't know. It was a lot for nothing. Let's just hope that. And honestly, works. he shouldn't even have been part of the Suicide Squad movie. He had no, nothing. He had, there was no need for him in that movie at all. Let's just hope whoever they bring in for the killing joke one, I hope they bring a good one. One that will take it seriously. It's not the killing joke one, but it's rumored that it might yeah. be. Yeah. The Scorsese one. We're going to call it the Scorsese one. What I love said. Marty. <laughs> My boy Marty. If what she said. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to me out there, Marty, I mean, I am I do cinematography. I will hang lights. I will get you coffee. Like, <laughs> come on. I, I, I would. That's like, <laughs> he's my favorite director. Pretty much. Like, I love Marty Scorsese. That's why I call him Marty. Like. Because in my mind, we're we're already friends. We're already cool. Like, I have a relationship with Marty. I'm not creepy stalker, so I'm not going to oh, say. No. <laughs> Ooh, no, nobody said that. I don't have a shrine <laughs> with the eyeballs cut out, so that, that we're good. <laughs> Going Brooklyn Nine-Nine now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh, God, I love that episode. That episode was nemesis. funny. She even he's ha, he even has the shrine with the photos of her with the eyes scratched out. Yeah, that was hilarious. Love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, <laughs> but talking about um, Jared Leto and not being a fit for the movie, and that kind of just makes my brain, my my mind works in very strange circles. Yes, it does. It brings me to, I don't know why, I, maybe because of the the sound thing in front of me. I thought the X Men, and I'm like, oh, who didn't fit X Men? Oh yes, right, Halle Berry. <laughs> Did not her storm was horrible, but now she's gonna be in the Spawn movie. Halle Berry? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> You're the one who told me. I know, but I didn't. I, <laughs> I gotta keep reading up on that. I didn't even know she was gonna be in that movie. You're the one who told me she was gonna be in the movie. How do was you she? not know? Oh yeah, it God, was you. This, oh, I got so much stuff in my brain. <laughs> So uh, we'll see. She she has not a great track record with um, comic book movies or themed things because I didn't like Catwoman. I don't care what anybody says. That movie's not good. Didn't like it either. She's pretty. We'll give her that. But I, I we'll see. Hopefully she's not another fish moony. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's that's going to be new in the Yeah, Jamie Foxx was already, you know, officially announced as Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. So, so I'm like, well, we talked about that and then now more news for the Spawn movie. Halle Berry seems yeah. so she's going to be attached to that as well. And it's going to be a horror movie, not an action movie, a horror movie. Which it should be. Exactly. So let's see. You know, Jamie Foxx as Al Simmons, I I can see it. Now I can't hear it. Let's see. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's see. That sounds like I can see it, and then you jumped on it. You you read my mind. They're like, let's see what they do. 
Like yeah. I could see him as. No, just auto tune it. <laughs> I would throw some bass in his voice. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, because I don't know. It, what they did with Spawn, the voice that they have Tom Hardy using for Spawn, like that's bothering me too. <laughs> well, as not his Spawn character, as his as Venom. Oh yeah, Venom. Yeah. But sort of kind of the same thing, somewhat. Yeah, but Venom, like, his character that's not Venom, like him himself, I'm like, why is he talking like that? But we'll see with that one, too. I'm still reserving my judgment. I promise. But speaking of other epic directors. Uh-huh. Um, is that Tarantino? <laughs> Now I'm like, wait a minute. I need to correct myself. Make sure I'm right. I know you were telling me about Tarantino making a new movie. Okay, so yeah. It is Quentin Tarantino who's doing it. And it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which obviously sounds like a Tarantino movie. Uh, it's Tarantino. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just the title. I'm like, you don't have to tell me Tarantino without telling me. I already know. So... The whole premise is a TV actor and his stunt double embark on an odyssey to make a name for themselves in the film industry during the Charles Manson murders in 1969 Los Angeles. The cast in this movie alone is going to be epic. Well, knowing Tarantino, I could just imagine. No, I mean, this This is like... It's like, wow. <laughs> I... I Let's see. We have Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, Dakota Fanning. Not a fan. Well, it's been a while. She hasn't really. No. I haven't really seen her. Um, Timothy. Any, like any new movie lately. Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. I know his face, and I I can't tell you his name right. Who he plays right now, but then we have Al Pacino. Ooh. Kurt Russell. Damian Lewis, Luke Perry, Tim Roth. Love Tim Roth. I mean, nobody gives Tim Roth the the justice that he deserves, like Tarantino. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I mean that that's right there. That's that looks like it's an awesome cast. Exactly, and I don't think I've ever seen some like series Luke Perry, Burt Reynolds, Al Pacino in the same movie. Come on, that's get right there. It's like what? It's like what is this movie? It's like what? What kind of a monster is this? Yeah, I'm like I want to see a trailer already. I'm like seriously dying to see a trailer already. Um, I really like the, the Hateful Eight. Not the good. Hateful Eight, though. Yeah, that's good the one movie. I was thinking. Yeah. Hateful Eight was good. Yeah, it was very good. Enjoyed it so much. And that's one of my favorite ones of his movies. I literally, yeah, that was pretty much my favorite Tarantino movie. Controversially. Yeah. Not everyone's going to agree with me. True, yeah. I was about to say, I was like, B, I would have to say... Huh. Not gonna say Pulp Fiction because everybody's like Pulp Fiction. 
I'm a big Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs is good. I'm not saying I don't like it. I like Pulp Fiction. Didn't like Kill Bills. Any of them. Um, Django. <laughs> I like to mess with everyone calls them Django because it gets people <laughs> so mad. I say Django. They're like, no, it's Django. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, they're all good movies, but Hateful Eight was my, my favorite. No, Hateful Eight was something else, though. Like, I saw it, I think, like, maybe three times because it was, like, just good. I have it. I watch it periodically because it's so good. It's a great (laughs) example of filmmaking. It's one room. Well, it's two rooms. The whole movie is shot in two different rooms, which one is the carriage, and then the other one is that one big room. Haberdashery. Haberdashery. My bad. (laughs) It's her haberdashery. It's not a cabin. So... It's very dialogue driven, and it was a great movie. Love it. See, now we have to see it now. <laughs> Timothy Raw again. <laughs> so it was a good movie. So I'm excited to see what's next. And the, the cast is me like, oh my god, this looks like it's gonna be so good. I I'm excited for a trailer. I'm like, I just want to see a trailer. I just. Can I, can I have a movie poster? Can I have something? Give me something. I'm jonesing already. <laughs> and it's it's been a while since Tarantino has come out with a new movie, right? Yeah. Hatefully, I think it was the last one I remember. But yeah, you know, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to see. You know, I love Tarantino. I love his movies. I love his imagination. I love his storytelling. You know, he, he knows how to throw a whole bunch of stories and then bring them together. So I can't I can't wait either. I'm a Tarantino fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Marty's my favorite. Tarantino's close. Second. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, mean <laughs> I have to make sure I say Marty's my favorite. So Marty can hear me saying he's my favorite. And then we're like eight episodes in. I don't think he's going to go back this far and listen. But still, Marty, you're my favorite. I mean, you're my boy. <laughs> you're amazing. Okay. <laughs> but speaking of other amazing things, there's so much going on with movies. <laughs> I yes. know. Like this whole like first half hour, I've been rambling about movies because there's so much going on. And it's, and it's a very exciting time for me as a filmmaker. It's like there's so much going down. And it's funny that you say that because I'm like, just as how excited you are because of the, all the good movies that are coming out, it's just how I'm getting excited over here as a gamer because E3 is right around the corner. Yeah. It's on the 11th, on Monday. You know, so it's like, oh my God, it's like the best time to live. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good time to be a nerd. <laughs> yes, it's a good time to be a nerd because there is, it's like, you know how, you know, usually sometimes you have those moments uh, when I'm, I'm going into gaming now. Like, you know how those moments when you're just wanting for, like, your system to come out with a new game. And it doesn't. And you just feel like, uh, they throw out the system. They're probably next year coming out with a new one. It's over. You know, Xbox One is over. They're coming out with a new one. And then I completely forgot. I was like, wait a second. E3 is right around the corner. This is the era of the nerd. That's yeah. what I really call it. Because... Before it was kind of frowned upon to be a nerd or whatever, and society's embraced us. I mean, to the point where it's kind of 
cool to be a nerd. So it's people who cool. aren't nerds are, are acting like nerds. But Which I kind of get a little upset sometimes <laughs> because I'm like, wait, I was, you know, bullied and scolded as a child for, you know, loving my, you know, Star Wars, Transformers, my Dragon Ball Z or my video games. I would be looked down upon. And now we're in 2018 and I was like, I got to wear my nerd glasses and stuff. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, I hit my nerd. I didn't. <laughs> I, I grew up, I had to hide my nerd. But I really did. Like, But I wasn't just, like, a nerd for fandoms. I was actually, like, an actual, like, book nerd. Like, I love math. Like, nobody's business. Best friends. Graduation. Party. Everyone's talking about stuff. And his uncle start talking about interests and they're like yeah if you do this it's gonna after this many years it's gonna do this and do that and we're listening to them we're like hmm on napkins we start um writing out compound interest formulas to try to prove or disprove them without them knowing that that's what we're doing because we're nerds and that's what we do that was fun it's a party that's what we're doing we're doing some math okay <laughs> <laughs> but it was it that's that's me. And it's nice that I kind of found a home with like FT3. And that's what we're been doing this weekend. Holding us over to E3 is going out with FC3, Flower City Comic Con at Rochester Riverside Convention Center. And it's so awesome that it like it felt like it. the dates were perfect. Because mm-hmm. it's the 9th and the 10th FC3. And then boom, the 11th E3 begins. So it's like... You got your nerds, nerd I'm going on on the weekend, your comic books, movies, comic book artists, you know, vendors and stuff like that. And then boom, Monday comes the video gaming side of it. And it's just like, oh, it's so good to be a nerd right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a wonderful nerding weekend. But my nephew, one of his big, and I have converted my nephew to a nerd. Like he's totally my doppelganger. <laughs> um, my nephew, Manuel, one of his big nerdums. It's Godzilla. Who doesn't love Godzilla? I mean, no, not like this kid loves Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's, come on. It's Gojira. Come on. He actually even threatened to build a Mecha Gojira to eliminate all the people that were picking on him or bugging him. But he was not a supervillain like me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, love so, I'm like, so you're basically a mad scientist. He's like, yeah, but I'm not a supervillain. I'm like, that's fine. Every super, every mad or supervillain needs a mad scientist. And he looks at me, D.D., I don't want to be a supervillain. I go, I'm not telling you to be a supervillain. I said, I will do the hard work of being the supervillain for you. So it's like a despicable me kind of feel, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, and you're the minion. Uh, well, yeah, I am kind of, you know, I'm pretty much pretty insane. So. You're my shadow. So. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, uh, after Kong, at the end of Kong, which you still need to watch, at the end credits, if you were wise enough to stay behind, Monarch is uh, shows off all the footage of the different monsters that they've uncovered in ancient civilizations, like pictures of um, on the walls and caves and stuff. And you see Mothra. You see, yeah, 
and Godzilla or Gochira, actually they call it Gochira, and um, to, oh my god, I want to say Tuthulu, but it's not Tuthulu, but the one looks like him. Wait, I'm thinking, hold on, hold on. The one that looks like Cthulhu? Kind of, to me it does. Wait, hold on. But the point is, they that was kind of the lead up to the fact that they're doing their own monster verse. And in their monster verse, the next movie that's coming out in the sequence is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Which I am super excited about. It's going to be all um, Monarch is uncovering all these monsters. And then they basically go to battle. So it is going to have Mothra in it. It is Cthulhu? It is Cthulhu, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's going to be <laughs> it, it's going to be Cthulhu, Mothra, and Godzilla. In the movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Whoa. My mind was just blown. I know. I've, I've been holding that back from telling you because I wanted to get your, like, genuine reaction i've been ever since i I, you know ever since my mom got me into you know well not just her also my sister you know got me into watching you know the godzilla movies and i'm talking about the originals you know like godzilla versus mantra like you said you know versus against king Ghidorah. you know i've been wanting for a remake like now that the cgi has gotten so well I want to see how it would be in a big screen, these monsters battling it out. And now that you mentioned that, it's like my dream came true. <laughs> it was like, it'll be, oh. it'll be awesome. This, it'll be Actually, awesome. Actually, I don't to think Cthulhu's in this one. I was wrong. Could it be the turtle? It's Mothra and Rodan. Ah, Rodan. Still awesome. Yeah. You know, those are still part of the original Godzilla. The three-headed King Ghidorah. Yes. <laughs> so those are the the, the big monsters that are going to be in there. I mean, it'd be cool. I mean, let's see if Cthulhu makes an appearance because they did show him on the cave paintings. Or it could be maybe like they're doing like a little intro now. And then if this one picks up, they'll continue it on, you know, continue it on. I want to see Godzilla versus King Kong. Come on. Well, that's actually what this is. This is a setup for Godzilla versus Kong. And this one comes out May 31st of 2019. Okay. We're going to have Godzilla King of the Monsters. And this movie is the setup for 2020 Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. Because Kong is, and excuse my language, he's a badass. He's a beast. You know, and putting these two heavy hitters, Godzilla and Kong, you know that's going to be, cities are going to be destroyed, hands down. There is no, there is no way that it's not going to happen. Because you know that once Godzilla gets into it and once, you know, Kong gets into it, they get into it. Because I haven't seen Kong, but I did get to see a little bit of it and seeing, spoilers, Kong fighting against that lizard monster, I'm like, Damn. Skull crawlers. Yeah, skull crawlers. You know, like <laughs> the I'm giant like, skull crawlers. I'm like, yo, like Kong is no joke. You know, he he's throwing down. 
Like, he's not, you know, it's not like how the other Kong movies are. And plus, again, it's a younger Kong. So, he's, he has a lot of strength. He's not, you know, older like they try to portray him in the, you know, in, in the older movies. Yeah, because this one is like, the new story follows the heroic efforts of the cryptozoological agency monarch. As his members face off against a battery of god-sized monsters, including the mighty Godzilla, who collides with Mothra Rodan and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed King Godira, when these ancient superspecies, thought to be mere myths, rise again, they will all vie for supremacy, leaving the hum- leaving humanity very existence hanging in the balance. Again, because when those guys throw down, everything is destroyed. There's like there's barely it's the originals, and there's all they're always bringing down buildings. <laughs> so imagine, I feel bad for China. Like well, I really do. <laughs> well, in Eleven, the girl who plays Eleven is going to be in it. Oh, so she's moving up into movies. Nice. Yes. And uh, she's awesome. So that alone <laughs> makes me excited for the movie. It's going to be great. I really think it's going to be a good movie. I love, I really did enjoy Kong. Kong was very well done. Samuel L. Jackson did a really good job in that movie. So, I mean, Manuel, here you go. We got to take him to IMAX. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, you asked for it. They heard you. He's fighting against King Ghidorah. Come on now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're excited to see the the Tarantino trailer. Now I'm over here like, okay, I got to see this Godzilla trailer. Like that has to drop now. It's going to drop soon because it comes <laughs> out May 2019. So I, I'm expecting in the next month or so we should get a trailer. Give or take, maybe like around August or September, just you know, just a little close before the year's over. Like they got to. Yeah. So what what's new in gaming? Oh my god, it's so much. Like I have like I said, E three's right around the corner. And Sony has this little thing now that like they're counting down the days to E three and each day they announce uh a new game that they're gonna be showing out on their showcase. And so far They've announced the Tetris effect for you Tetris lover, like my mom and my sister. Um, but also for you VR lovers. It's also going to be in VR, exactly. That they I'm took, actually interested in. They took Tetris and like they're taking it to another level. You know, because like there's also some other scientific stuff in it. Hence, that's actually the scientific term, the Tetris effect. But I'm not getting into that right now. But it's going to be on regular PS4 and also going to be available for VR, P, you know, PS4. So, I don't have the, the you know, the VR headset yet for the PS4, but I'm definitely going to get it to try out the, you know, Tetris effect. And they also announced Days Gone. They actually finally gave out the um the release date, which is going to be uh what was it? I think it was going to be I know it's next year. I think it's February 22nd is when they finally yes february 22nd is when days gone is gonna you know is gonna be released and i'm like yes my wallet is still crying over you know so many other games that are gonna be coming out <laughs> <laughs> also this week they announced the new installment for a new second job just for the games yes thank god i got a new job right <laughs> um also, this week they announced the new DLC for you Destiny lovers. I know there's still people out there that like playing Destiny, as so do I. 
Uh, it's called Forsaken, and it looks it looks like everything that we Destiny players have been you know complaining about. Because I was just I'm just gonna say how it is complaining about. You know, mm-hmm. it's finally gonna be answered. So you know, hopefully they do a lot of fixes. Even though like they're doing like these little tweaks, like with the whole weapon system. Like I'm not interested in that. I'm more interested in t- in the content, like story, you know, end game, you know, stuff. New weapons, not rehashes from the first one. Uh, they're coming out with a new game mode called Gambit. Me personally, I am actually pretty interested in it because it's like adding the Dark Souls element into it. It's PVE PVP. So, well, I will be posting out some uh, trailers of that on our Nerd Candy uh, Facebook page. So, if anybody wants to take a look at that, uh, we have also one—the new one that they actually announced today—was Generation Zero. For everybody out there who's had the chance to play uh, Horizon for the PS4, it's like bringing State of Decay from Xbox and Horizon together and you know you hook up with a group of your friends and you're fighting you know like you're hunting down mechanized robots that's what they are you know and i'm like okay it looks like this whole you know uh skynet feel is kind you know it's gonna be you know it's, it's gonna be what this year is gonna is gonna be i know and then next year we'll be coming live to you from the, the apocalypse <laughs> the post-apocalypse show that'll be next year <laughs> yeah because like lately now most games are like very post-apocalyptic but no they're leading us to the post-apocalypse yeah. that's what it, they're leading us to the apocalypse yeah and if i still have electric then i will give you some more podcasts from the post-apocalypse not z nation style <laughs> and you know they finally some new info for the game anthem came out haven't had the chance to see it myself, but me following uh, Anthem ever since they announced it last year, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying it's the Destiny Killer. Eh, I don't know, because it's EA, you know, the developers of uh, Star Wars Battlefront. You know, the, that game hasn't had a very good track record, so I don't know how I'm feeling about Anthem. But well, who knows? Let's see what they you know announce on. You know, on E3 on Monday. And what I'm really hoping to, you know, see. What I'm hoping to see on the showcase on Monday is finally, come on, give me some Death Stranding. <laughs> I was waiting for it. It's like, come on. It's like they're, they're selling, they're selling, um, what do you call it? Memorabilia from it. You know, like the dog tags, USBs and stuff like that. And it's just like, stop teasing me already. Give me something. Tell me what the story is about. At least give me a release date. You know, tell me when you want me to throw the money at you. <laughs> you know, I was like, come on, Hideo Kojima. Stop playing with my heartstrings. Because out of all the games, there's going to be, I think, around 63 to 64 games, new games that are going to be announced on E3. And through all consoles, by the way, not just, you know, PS4, not just Sony, not just Microsoft, but also Switch and also uh, and on PC. And out of all of the games that are going to be, you know, are going to be announced, Death Stranding is the one that's really, I'm really hoping for. Because ever since he, you know, threw out that first promo of it, I'm like, yes, something that I want to play. 
you know, and he's been so secretive about it. It's been already going on to almost three years now that he announced it, and there's only been three trailers. Only three. And it's I'm still over here like, oh, what are you doing to me? <laughs> but obviously, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if they, you know, come out with, like, any new Battle Royale games or anything because that's what, you know, that's what's in style now. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to hate on it. You know, I got to get good. I know I do. You know, I got to get into it. But I wouldn't be surprised if they come out with a lot of other more Battle Royale hybrids coming out. Because, come on, they're even bringing it out for um, Call of Duty. So if they're doing it, I wouldn't be surprised if any other, you know, any other company is going to do it. But, again... There's a lot going on, not just in movies and in comics, but also video games. Uh, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna definitely keep my ear to the ground, especially when it comes down to the E3, so we can, you know, so we can bring info, more info, because I mean, it's gonna be a lot. You know, next week it's just gonna be. Ugh. <laughs> I'm gonna have you looking at me like, can you stop already? <laughs> leave you a timer. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna be a lot. You know, I, I like looking at their press conferences and Nintendo's finally going to have a press conference this year. And I can't wait because they're going to announce Super Smash and Nintendo online. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited too, just because I do like hearing about all the new game stuff that's going on and what's what's coming out, what's going to have fun, how more can we waste our money? <laughs> but it's, it's going to be very interesting. But you did mention new in comics, and I just have to, like, just throw in the little tidbit that you'd actually told me. Again, you told me this one, that Wolverine is getting a new power. Yes. The thing is, I think it was last year they had uh, killed him off, and then, obviously, the fans want, wanted him back, so they re- resurrected him and a couple of other new uh, side comics that are coming out now. And then now with the Wolverine... Now, the hunt for Wolverine, number one, they're announcing that Wolverine has a new ability, which is that he can heat up his claws. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool to see. Can you imagine that, though? Him with his claws heated. They're sharp as it is. Well, I mean, at least he can cauterize the wound when he takes your arm off. (laughs) That'll be the one plus side for the victims. It's just like when, when I read that, it's like Wolverine with his claw, heated claws. It's like whoa! It's pretty much like uh, what was that? Um, ah, oh, that Wolverine movie, not Logan, the one before that, when he was fighting against the Silver Samurai. Oh yeah, that the adamantium. Uh, yeah, I, sam- I didn't like that movie, but yeah, I know what movie you're talking about. But you know how his samurai sword was was adamantium; it was heated, just like that. Okay. Well, and then the, the I'm going to leave it on this note, um, speaking of superheroes, that they did actually announce that Wonder Woman is, obviously we all knew it was going to be in the 80s, but they said it's going to be 1984. They specified it. So that's the last, <laughs> that's, that's the latest in that, <laughs> that saga of heartbreak. And on this note, we're actually going to wrap this up. And head out to the launch party for FC3 
2018. Yeah, party over here. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I'm going to have fun with my Flower City Comic Con people out at um, the Hyatt. It's where the, the launch party is. And then, again, June 9th and 10th, we're going to be at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center hanging out with all my buddies, Eric Avari. And, you know, that's that's my my buddy for the weekend is Eric Avari. So, <laughs> from here at Nerd Candy Studios, <laughs> I'm going to give you my social media before we go. You're going to find me at IamNerdCandy.com, which has the links to everything. You can either go on iTunes as well and find us there, like us, love us, you know, give us a five-star rating, help other people find us. Facebook.com slash IamNerdCandy, SoundCloud.com slash IamNerdCandy, and on Instagram at IamNerdCandy underscore nerd underscore candy and we can find edwin you can find me at the guy in the chair uh capital a capital through each word and then an underscore through each <laughs> the guy in the chair underscore between every word there and a one, for an, and a one for an eye at twitch and mixer, mixer. too so. much stuff in my head right now i can't think <laughs> he's too excited he's like where where am i <laughs> <laughs> So, from here at Nerd Candy, we say night-night nerds. Night-night nerds.